Good morning, Patriots. I hope you are having a great day. I'm Melissa Red Pill, the world. We're going to have a great time. Buckle up because we've got so much to talk about. I want to tell you all the wonderful things I caught from President Trump's uh, speech twice. He was in New- he was in New Hampshire yesterday as well as in South Carolina. So let's get busy because it's going to be, there's a lot to tell you. The first thing is... <laughs> These are the luckiest people alive who got to be there to see our wonderful president stop to get some ice cream. And I'm telling you, I watched this last night, and I don't know what it is about him. I don't know, but every everywhere he goes, the world stops and looks and wants to see him and take a picture. And you could feel the love. You can feel the joy. Check it out. I gotta stop. I'm not even playing. I was last night. I was watching it, and I'm just like, <laughs> just I was a mess, <laughs> mess. And here I go again. I'm like, I cannot. Yeah, it was so beautiful. The yeah, you see these people just doing all these pictures and just the joy. <laughs> Have you ever seen anything like this in your life? Just take it in. Just bask and just, yeah, I've posted this on my social media. If you are not on there, let me show you. Go to freedomforce.live, freedomforce.live. And all the, all the videos I've ever done, I talk about how this is biblical. This is literally, this is literally biblical. This is not just, you know, oh, this monumental. This is biblical. This is, and my, this is my end times book, end times in a thousand years of peace where I decode revelation. That's what we're seeing. But here's my social media right here. Social media, truth, telegram, Twitter, getter, gab, Instagram. Instagram, Clout Hub, and Snapchat. I have wonderful, wonderful patriots who stepped up and said they would help me to post the stream of consciousness of all the things that I, I find and I post out there. I'm like, you got to see all of this. So anyway, thank you so much always, Colleen and Tammy, who just work like crazy to help make this happen. I just love you guys and appreciate you so, so much. So here's one one of the wonderful patriots who was selling him some ice cream. How lucky is she? Um, she's uh, And then she asked if she could pray for him. I don't think he understood what he said. He said what she said at first, but check this out. Oh, definitely make sure to like, share, subscribe, share all this information so that we can continue to help people see this is a great day. And I know it's crazy. I know it's daunting, but we are going to win. There's no doubt about it. This is biblical. So check this out. Yes, sir. You care about Yes, go ahead. Go ahead. I pray God in the name of Jesus. I pray God that you just help in this presidency. I don't even know how she could get the words out. That was so beautiful. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, it was just so fun. Now, but if he, first thing he did was he went to New Hampshire, and I wanted just to give you some snippets of what he said when he was there. And the main thing is he could stop this war within 24 hours. They don't want to stop the war. Hello. That's why this is going on, because they love war. I mean, what a money maker. It, it uh, rivals the, the money that was made on the jab. These people got wealthy beyond would cut imagination, but but a war? <laughs> we'll talk about money. They can make so much money. They don't want to stop the war. And then always oh, look at the war. Look at the war. Look at all this. Don't look at these investigations. Don't look at the Hunter Biden laptop from hell and all that. He's going to talk about that. He's going to talk about Soros. Check it out. We will keep America out of foolish foreign wars, just as I did as Commander in Chief, and I will restore pre. It's called peace through strength. By the way, and everyone thought when I were in, they said, this guy's going to be in world. Remember Crooked Hillary? He's going to cause a war in his first week in office because they think that's my personality type. It's actually the opposite. My personality kept us out of war. And I told you before, would it never happen with Russia? 
would have never gone in. Putin would have never, ever gone in. And even now, I could solve that in 24 hours. It's so horrible what happened. I mean, those cities are demolished now, the people. I'll bet you have millions. It could be millions of people. How can you, you know, they bomb a city to the ground. These big buildings come tumbling down. They say two people were injured. Not two people. They lie. I mean, they lie. But this is what people have to understand. I was actually with some of, we have Ecclesia Group uh, in the evenings and uh, uh, during the week. And uh, one of the ladies was like, well, you know, all of talking about Russia. I'm like, you cannot trust the mainstream media. This is exactly what President Trump is saying here, what he's been telling us for so, so long. You cannot trust them. You have to really think for yourself and just beg the Lord, help me to understand, piece this together. And I talked to them about why they hate Trump and why they hate Putin and why they've, you know, why do they hate him? Why? Because he got out of their system and he's bucked the system and that's why they hate him. So anyone who's being attacked, you have to really look at it very, very carefully. But yeah, so this could be stopped within 24 hours. And the reason is because uh, if President Trump had been there, then they you know, they would never have pulled this NATO, you know, Ukraine and NATO and all this supporting Ukraine and this whole debacle. Oh, I can't even show you the clip yesterday where Lindsey Graham, Lindsey Graham, who is a warmonger from, you know, just like the McCain crowd, he was over there saying, oh, you know, Trump's so great. He's just doing it because it's in his political interest. This man despises President Trump. If he could find a way to get Trump out, he would, but he's using it as political for his political purposes. Anyway, so yes, and that's what I was, I'm going to read to you at the end, Psalm 46, because where we're headed is no more wars. It says that in Isaiah, actually, chapter, I want to say it's chapter 2, it says they'll beat their swords into plowshares and their spears into pruning hooks. Nation will not rise against nation, neither will they train for war anymore. That is where we're headed. The kingdoms of this world have become the kingdoms of our God and of his Christ, and he will reign forever. And peace on earth, kingdom, his kingdom come, his will be done on earth as it is in heaven. This is what I mean when I talk about this is biblical. This is the end of their uh, de- uh, uh, deception over us, where we think, oh, we've got to go. We've got to go stop this war. No, that's what our war is against them, against these people who are causing all this war. And and Putin had to go in to protect his his country. You know, imagine your next door where they can send over a, a drone filled with uh, malaria ridden mosquitoes, you know, weaponized mosquitoes. You can't let that go on. You can't let that happen to your country. Anyway, and then they had to to set the people of the Donbass free. I've talked about that on videos. If you just go on my videos right here, go to the playlist, and you just search for the uh, Ukraine and the Donbass, you'll see uh, how they these people had been basically hijacked, and they had been stolen from Russia. These people had been Russians always, thousand years, and so these you know these this. This whole ilk with McCain and, and, and Lindsey Graham had basically had these people you know, hijacked. They were Russians. They deserved to go back to Russia. They wanted to go back to Russia. They rejoiced when they went back to Russia. Anyway, plus all these uh, Pfizer, Moderna labs that Lord only knows what they were putting into this that people willingly gave over their arm. Oh, and just so that you know, when we were talking about singing that song at the beginning, this one, I won't back down. If you saw that, that, um, that guy, um, I don't know his name. He's a world-class tennis player. He refused to, and I just posted this before I came on. It's on the social media. He's saying he, he would, if he had to forego being a world-class tennis player and, and getting the, 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 the award, the, the top, you know, championship, he would do it because he's got to, you know, make sure to keep his body safe and, and be in line with what, what he feels like is the best thing to put into his body. And so what, 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 uh, uh, courageous, what a, a wonderful spokesperson. Um, and so, yeah, it's people are so willing to sell their body, sell their soul for a championship. What good is it if you're <laughs> if you're dead, right? So this was uh, you're so great to have someone so such a great uh, a great spokesman. It's it's really boiling down to who are the people who are thinking for themselves and who are willing to just throw their lives away. And I'm going to show you here in just a second. Go to freedomforce.live slash health. You've got to look at how you can 
help your immune system. Your immune system has been compromised in so many ways. I do the CBD every day. I do the detoxing every day. I do. I love the zeolite detox here. I love the other one, the sodium chloride, which is amazing, amazing to, uh, to, to help our immune system because the toxins are out of control. And I loved having, uh, you know, you wouldn't even believe the shakes that I have every day that are so nutritious and they have the, what we need in them to have our bodies thrive and to kick off all this stuff. So I have all this over here. Oh, and I love, I love the pain therapy. Amazing. I've got more stories coming up here real soon of people who are being set free from being in a body of pain. But anyway, yeah, we've got to be just take care of our body for sure. Okay, so let, let's go. He, okay, so he said that. And then he said, um, this here, the, we need the blessings from God. Our country's in big trouble. Check this out. Let's conclude by saying I very much appreciate it. I respect these people so much, these people so much, and the state so much. And uh, God bless you. We need the blessings from God. Our country's in big, big trouble. God bless you all, and we'll turn it around, and we'll turn it around fast. Thank you all very much. Thank you. Thank you very much. Love it. Love it. And then this this wonderful family right here, this wonderful man. Oh, there's Lindsey Graham. Sorry. <laughs> all right. So um, this wonderful man, I'm going to show, I'll play you a clip of that. I've got to make sure that I have that one because I want you to hear what he said. It was so great, but it's too big. I'm going to have to save it on my on my laptop. I tried to get everything ready for you guys, so let's see what he says here. They want mandatory electric cars. The cars go for like two, two hours. What are you going to do? Everyone's going to be sitting on the highway. We're all going to be looking for a little plug-in. Does anybody have a plug-in? My car just stopped. I've been driving for an hour and 51 minutes. It's ridiculous. And people that are cooks, I'm not much of a cook, but the cooks are saying gas is better. So use whatever you want, but have alternatives. If you want an electric car, if you want an electric stove or a range, it's crazy what they're doing. It's crazy. We have people in the midst of the greatest crime wave in the history that wanted to fund our police. This is, again, April Fool's. This is April Fool's. Who would think we have the greatest crime wave right now in the history of our country? Crime is up 78% in cities. Nobody's ever seen it like this. And they wanted to fund the police. And that's never gone away. You know, they tried to say, well, we're just sort of kidding. We're not really. They wanted to fund our police. It's not even believable. He said, did you catch that? He said that multiple times about April Fool's. I'm going to talk about April Fool's. I think that might be the next thing I have. Yeah, okay, here we go. Here we go. Okay, so what is this April Fool's? Where did that even come from, right? And so, okay, so it's right during the same time as Passover. What happened around Passover? The original Passover was when they, in, in Egypt, when they were doing all the plagues, which I talk, I'm going to talk about the book here in just a second. I've got so much to tell you. Anyway, but... um. The the um, the plagues on Egypt, you know, finally the last one when they put the blood on the door, and that was the protection that anyone who was covered by that blood, which is representative of the blood of Christ, they were safe in that home. And if you did not have the blood of Christ, if you were not, if you did if were rejecting following God and doing His ways, then you were the firstborn all died in Egypt. Well, they said, get out, get out the next morning. They're like, we're all going to be dead if we leave you here. Well, the foolish thing, the crazy thing, the outrageous thing is that after they were gone, they're looking around at each other like, well, who's going to do all the work around here? <laughs> who's going to do it? We're so used to having slaves and to do all the work and we didn't, we don't even know how to do work. So go get them, go get them. Literally, they didn't even... Yeah, like th within three days, here they go chasing after him. And then, as you know very well, the Lord opened the Red Sea. They walked, uh, the Israelites walked across on dry ground and they were all rescued. And then the Lord, <laughs> they, they all went in, they, they, all the, uh, the Egyptian soldiers went into the Red Sea and the Lord closed the Red Sea over them and they all drowned. They all were covered over. And that is April Fools. What fools they were to fight against the Lord when it was clear. It was clear. And they just kept doubling down and tripling down like Shifty Shift and, and all these people. And the Soros and the Gates and all them. They see they are, that we're on to them. They see clearly that people all over the world realize what they've done and that we're, gonna, we're going to fight them. They have to, they know, 
to be honest, they know the Bible. They know that their end. They know, and they're fools. The fool, the Bible says, the fool has said in his heart, there is no God. Or just, it basically says, no, God, no, we're not going to do your way. These people are fools. He said this multiple times. He said it in North Carolina, North um, New Hampshire, as well as in South Carolina. April Fool's is the day the Egyptians chased after God's people. And then the fourth, which is Resurrection Day, is when they all drown in the Red Sea. Uh, that on, on that day was April 4th, but I guess it's three days later. Is it when they, they, cause it's three days that they, so they left on, on Passover. They went to, they went to, it falls on different days every year, but anyway, they went all the way to the Red Sea. It took them three days to get there because you got to, you know, I think like two point something million people. It's crazy. And so then that was, you know, uh, at that point they chased after them and they, they were all drowned in the Red Sea. This is what April Fool's is about. What well, that's what he's really saying. He knows this. <laughs> Trust me, he knows this. He knows this. If you don't have it, watch the history of this. Go to myfreedomforce.live and go to the playlist about uh, who is Trump and and I talk about um, uh, about his you know his him being from the both lines of the tribe of Judah. I talk about his his family. I talk about you know we, you've probably seen the videos about his his uh, aunts you know then, and how they were just such strong believers in 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 um, in Scotland. Anyway, so the point is he knows. <laughs> he trust me. He knows everything. So anyway, so he that's what he's talking about here when he talks about April Fools. He said it multiple times that these people are fools because the Red Sea is about to crash in over them. Okay. I just wanted you to connect that. And some people, I don't know what they were thinking, you know, what other people are thinking about April Fools, but I don't know that everyone connects that dot that this is biblical. Okay. About how, what that means when it, when, um, what the significance of April Fools being the day when they're destroyed. Okay. So that's pretty pretty cool. All right. So, um, yeah, here, I was, I won't take you to the time on that one. Okay. So then the other thing is that president Trump, let me do this one first. He brings up about, is that right? Let me see if I can get this one. About, okay. That's knocking out ISIS. There's one here about Soros. And I think I want to talk about that later. I think, I think that's, I think that's later. Let me make sure I'll do that later. All right. Then President Trump brings up about the story, which we've all heard, about um, Raisin Cane. Raisin Cane. And the whole point of Raisin Cane, you think of it, a lot of people think of Raisin Cane as, oh, we're going to bring up a bunch of, you know, Cain as in hell. We're going to cause a bunch of mayhem and cause a bunch of destruction, which, okay, Yes, okay, but raising, if you've ever heard of raising a building, it's not, it's, it's, it, the word is used in multiple ways. There's multiple definitions of raising cane. So raise, to raise something, like to raise a building is to level it, to level it to the ground, to raise it is, it, I know. They change the they change the wording and how the you know a lot of these the words are are, uh, are used in this day. But the point is, when he talks about raising Cain, you're leveling Cain. That's what he's talking about. You know, I want I want you to hear it and think of it in that way when he's talking about that. And so he asks raising Cain, the one who's going to re- destroy and level this this cabal of hell. Okay, he's going to destroy these criminals, he's saying it'll only take three days. Now, they're talking about ISIS, but I think he's talking about more than that. And I think it makes me think that he's saying that it would take three weeks. Now, we, we're all waiting in anticipation that there will be a day when everyone is going to see there be a, a mass arrests, okay? Uh, that's what we're, we're, <laughs> we're thinking that that's what it's going to be. You know, I know there's a lot of disinformation. At one point it said to trust Ray. Don't trust Ray anymore. And I really don't trust Kansas. Uh, he was head of the CIA back in, even before Trump. So I'm like, mm, he's probably just a very accomplished liar. So anyway, whatever, whatever. The, a lot of this disinformation is necessary. So the point is that he's saying three weeks. And why is he saying three weeks? Why does he tell this story again and again? He uses the April Fool's again and again. I think he's trying to give us a clue. And so we'll see what happens. But he said that ISIS, the is, is, can be knocked out in three weeks. 
So check it out. And I said, I was told it takes three years to get rid of ISIS, and maybe we couldn't even do it in that by Washington. That's why I'm over. I actually flew to Iraq to meet with the generals. Sir, we can do it in three weeks, sir. I said, no, no, no. Say it one more time. We can do it in three weeks. Well, why haven't they done it? Sir, they didn't do it because I shouldn't say. Yeah, so he, he goes into that. But the point is, this was an interesting thought process that is, it, is he giving us a hint about that it's, it'll be a, whenever this does happen, it'll be a three-week period of time. So just be prepared to uh, have provisions. And Q even talked about this on the board, to have provisions for something like what you would have as a hurricane or whatever, that you would have water and you would have access to, you know, uh, a food and whatever for like a three weeks. Okay. It's not like some big, long drawn out deal, but it's, I don't know, you know, what's going to happen, but you, you know, if we do have, if they do have to do martial law, if they do bring in the military to arrest these people, if that is what he's talking about, and that's, if that has something to do with April fools, I don't know. I'm just telling you what I'm see, hearing him say, if that has, you know, is, is, you know, it may be next year. I, I, I'm not telling you, I know the timeline. <laughs> Anytime I thought about another timeline, I was wrong. Who none of us have been right about, you know. If, so, I've, so many people have put this stuff out, and finally, I decided I wasn't going to do it. But I am going to just show you what he was saying yesterday. What I think is the significance of April Fools, and what is the significance potentially of a three weeks. So, be prepared for something. You know, you have what you need, and your family members know. Um, and you have like where you're going to meet if something happens and you need to make sure that everyone is can communicate and, and get um, the information that they need. So, and then tell our job, which 17 has told us is to help everyone not to be worried, but to know that this is because it's finally the time to rip the bandaid off and to get these people removed. So, and the Lord told us in his word, it, again, how I talk about how this is biblical, the promise um, that Daniel was told that that um, that the time would be short unless no man survive. That is from a passage in, in, a, in a prophecy from Daniel where he's talking about, um, oh, I want to see 12 or 60. That's not how many days, 21, 90 days. Anyway, there's a, there's a prophecy of those days, and, it, and if it started at, the time when President Trump took office, then that would be happening during around this time in the springtime during um, during this um, Passover April Fools. <laughs> Just saying, saying I, I, I'm ready. I know you are too. I'm ready to see these people removed from us because I'm sick, sick, sick of them. I, I I can't take another minute really. I'm sick of them. All right. So now, before I do anything else, I'm going to grab this. Um, right here because maybe I should just do this. Maybe I should just do this. All right. I found it. Okay. This is the one who is the, one of the leaders in, you can tell he's in South Carolina. He's got the South Carolina, uh, accent. So this is so, uh, so beautiful. I think you'll enjoy it. I was thinking about what was happening is we know that sometimes the Lord moves in mysterious ways, might go one way to come back another later. Well, here we are. But when Donald Trump was president, America was... What he's talking about is we, we did not expect that he would not be president during this time. Yeah. Soaring. Soaring. Records everywhere. More strength, more respect. Our enemies were petrified. Our friends were comforted. And then we had an election and everything changed. But since then, the people have clearly seen the damage that can be done by an administration and leaders who do not believe in the goodness and greatness of America. They have shown their true colors, and now we have their playbook. We know who they are. I have never heard so many people out there quoting Pete Townsend of the Who, who said, we won't get fooled again. <laughs> and we're coming. We're coming back stronger than before, and in November 2024, we will re-elect Donald Trump, and we will see a burst of freedom and prosperity unlike any we have ever seen before. We're for you all the way. Thank you. <laughs> we are. We're for you all the way. Oh, I, don't, I didn't have that little clip I wanted you to hear. One more thing. As you have noticed, this crowd loves you. People all over the state. And that's because 
We believe in common sense. We believe in the Declaration of Independence. We believe in the Constitution. We believe in the Bible. And we believe in you. How about that? I like that. I like that. I like that. We believe in common sense. We believe in the uh, the uh, Bill of Rights. We believe Declaration of Independence. We believe in the uh, in the Constitution. We believe in the Bible, and we believe in you. Wasn't that beautiful? I love that man. I don't. Sorry, I don't know his name, but he was beautiful, uh, beautifully said, and I love that <laughs> accent. <laughs> that was really great. All right, so now, oh, Nara. Now I'm going to go from something so great to hear what this Nora people, they have red flagged the Constitution as dangerous. Is that crazy? Did y'all know that? And the Bill of Rights. He says, but of course, these people are radical left, and that's what we're dealing with. So check this out. Discussions with Nara, but of course, Nara is very radical left. You know, they have red flagged. I don't know. Does anybody know this? It's a red flag, meaning danger. The Constitution of the United States and the Bill of Rights. Can you imagine this is what we're dealing with. They have it red flagged. But uh, so they. Yeah. Yeah. That's the those are the ones. NARA, uh, National Archives, whatever. These people are the ones who went down and into his home and um, raided, broke into Mar-a-Lago. Now, the latest thing you might not have even heard this morning came out. I think it's 1,800 documents that they have now found at yet another Biden home. Is this outrageous? I'm going to show you that here in just a second. I mean, so clearly NARA cares nothing if, if, if uh, uh, Biden or any of his ilk uh, take classified documents, and I'm, sure, I'm going to show you what Cash Patel says. He connected the dots to say that was that was his. Uh, he got those documents so that he that's his payoff in in Ukraine. So he's connecting those dots for us. I mean, it's clear treason, clear as a bell. Um, and the, but these people hate America. They hate the Bible. They hate the Constitution. They hate the Bill of Rights. But we in uh, South Carolina, we in Texas, we love all of that. We love God's word. We love His word, and and we love President Trump. <laughs> <laughs> we love him. All right, so let's see. This one was about oh the tele oh oh, oh you got to hear this one. The television generals are not real generals. They're not our real generals. I posted this on the social media, so that's why you got to be following me when I post these things. So the television generals are not our real generals. We have some great generals. We have a great army, a great military, and I created Space Force, which is a big deal. Turns out to be very important. General Raisin Cain, that's where he talks about raising, more about Raisin Cain. So check it out. He's saying these, the, the Pentagon, these people don't have any power. That's what he's saying. Am I wrong? You tell me if I'm wrong. That's what he's saying. The television generals, like Millie, who he says is you know, dumb as a box of rocks, he's not the, a real general. They're just the ones that they put up on TV. So what's really going on in Ukraine? A lot of this is just... Wag the dog, kind of. You've seen the movie Wag the Dog, where it's like a, it's a, it's a TV movie. I don't know. I don't know. We have some great generals. We have a great army, a great military, and I created Space Force. The Space Force is how he is is operating this through them. That is the that he's. It's been you know it was he he began this operation the the Space Force, and so it was never infiltrated like the others have been. So check it out. Old in Washington by the Washington generals. You know, I call them the television generals. They're not our real generals. We have great generals. We have a great army, great military. And I created, I created Space Force, which is a big deal. Turned out to be very important. But General Raisin Kane, I said, what's your name? <laughs> yeah, then he goes into that story. But yeah, they're not. Did you hear that? They're not our real generals. They're not our real generals, but he said, we have some great generals. Those are not our real generals on TV that you see. He says it, that some people just can kind of skim over it, but not us. We're like, he just said, he just admitted that they're not running things. We have a great military, and it's run through the Space Force. Big deal. Turned out to be very important. Okay. And this, let's see. <laughs> this is the laptop from hell quote. He's talking about, you know, what adult Hunter is. Now, it makes me wonder sometimes if Hunter did this as uh, a way to turn state's evidence. Check it out. Corruption. Uh-oh. Okay, come on. Corruption like nobody's ever seen before. 
You think the father, did you ever hear this? Do you think the father was upset? Uh, Dad, I left my laptop in a repair shop. I forgot to pick it up, and this repair guy went a little crazy when he saw what was on it. What's on it, son? Every crime that you've ever committed. <laughs> Now, at what point does the father get angry? You know, like, this kid is not working out well for me. <laughs> you know, you can say things. Isn't that, isn't that the truth? You can say stuff sometimes where it's in a little joke kind of way that you can get away with it. I need to learn how to do that. <laughs> I get so mad sometimes when I'm thinking about these people. And I, I, the last thing I can think of is a joke. But he is so smart. He's such a genius. And he says it in such a way where everybody's laughing. But it's got the truth in it so big time. All right. So definitely, definitely go to join us on freedomforce.live. Put this in your phone, whatever, so you'll never forget freedomforce.live, where you can see all of the resources that we have over there. Tons of videos, like 800 videos. And you can search anything about the end times. Also go and you can see the audio book there. I've got the audio book for both books, uh, End Times and A Thousand Years of Peace, as well as um, Major Clues for Minor Prophets. I'm going to talk about that here um, in a, in a little bit more, but, um, and then definitely join here on all of the, um, the social media. Please make sure to just like go on every platform and join with us in case cause we've lost each other. Were y'all who's, have y'all been around long enough to remember the day we lost each other when I got canned off of, huh, when I got canned off of Twitter and YouTube at the same time, just before president's election, president Trump's election. And then we're, then we're like, how do we find each other? It was not easy. We, we did. We found each other. Good job. But I don't want to do that again. Anyway, so don't join with us. All these places. We shouldn't have a problem with these, uh, these uh, alternative, alternative sites. And actually, yeah, this whole, they're attacking Elon. But I'll tell you one thing. He is making sure that people are seeing that video, that Pfizer video. I, I was meant to look for this. 40 million people have seen this video at this point. Thank you, Elon Musk. And that they are trying everything to stop him because YouTube stopped the Elon, the, uh, that Pfizer video that James O'Keefe put out with Project Veritas, you know, and let's make sure to support him. He's doing such a great job, but he, you know, he, they, they, YouTube shut it down when it was like 800,000 views, but now the other one, let's just look at it real quick while we're here, while we're here, um, under Twitter, let's just see what is the latest with that. Oh, that's disgusting. <laughs> oh my gosh. I don't even know what that is. You just never know when you when you look at something what you're going to see. Oof. Okay, that's so funny. These patriots cracked me up. Lied suddenly. <laughs> fired suddenly. He's actually has not been fired. He actually has not been. So I post on Twitter so I am um my new account, which is not my old account, but it's my new account is Melissa Redpill. Okay. Um, but here, let's see if I can find out how many, and here shows he's been, he's still there as uh, as an employee, 41.8 million. Wow. 41.8 million. How awesome is that? How amazing is that? Isn't that exciting? You guys, it's amazing. It's amazing. I'm so thankful for Elon Musk doing this, and they hate him for that. And then when you go on to FreedomForce.life, here, like I said, don't forget, here's the channel. Here's the place where you can find tons of resources for you to get your health and to protect your health. Here's the one about if you know anyone who is, is um, bleeding and can't stop bleeding. This is amazing, miraculous. I love it. I'm so, so, so thankful. And just get the antioxidants. Get your system. This one here, my daily choice, get your system where you can have a fighting chance against these people because they're pulling out all the stops. Eventually, we won't have, have to do that, but right now we do because they've taken this out of our system. This little clip right here, and, and it's on my social media, just look up, search um, Markham, M-A-R-C-U-M. That is um, the lady who knows all about our cannabinoid system, and she's talking about how it, it's... Um, you have to have this in your in your body to to uh, for your CB1 system and your CB2. The one is for your brain, and one one goes for your um, all your other organs, and uh, to really help you to stave off all of this disease that they're trying to. They're tr have, did you notice when people caught the jab? Maybe something happened. Something happened that maybe was dormant. They had had cancer. Before and all of a sudden it re it, it it emerged again. Did you catch that? Or or maybe they had uh, had a skin issue at bay and all of a sudden now that it, it it came back with the gangbusters right. And this is because it's 
reducing our immune system. So we've got to do everything to make sure that we get the antioxidants, we get the uh, the hemp, the cannabinoids to, to help our immune system, detox, all these things. This is what, I, what I'm trying to help everyone to do. Oh, did y'all see that gross video I just shared the other day? I'm sorry, but it was so disgusting. But this guy had used, way down here at the bottom, if you look here at this detox toxin uh, pathogens, he had used this one and he's it was disgusting, but he was, he had a mole, which was cancerous. And, you know, he didn't go to do the normal treatment. He put, he put this on it right here, literally like 50 cents, seriously. And so he, uh, it kind of was stinging and burning, but he kept doing it and he kept drinking it. And next thing you know, it's completely well, he goes through, he chose pictures of every step of the way. It's, completely disgusting. But the point is he didn't do the chemo. He didn't, do, which brings down your immune system. Do y'all know that? The, 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 uh, the chemotherapy destroys your immune system. They're saying they're destroying the cancer, but they destroy your immune system at the same time. What you need is your immune system strong so your body can fight it. It makes me so mad. I better stop talking about it. But anyway, this is, um, wonderful, wonderful, true doctors, people who are truly trying to help us to get our health and not this whole uh, debacle of big pharma. All right, so there's that. Definitely look for that on my um, thing. Oh, this is my favorite one. Is they uh, actually this 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 company right here? I w- that when you see the link right here, my daily choice uh, slash Melissa Red Pill. You can get the cinnamon. They have watermelon. They have other flavors. I love that cinnamon. It's so 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 good. All right, so this guy is a whistleblower um, on the seventy uh, seventh brigade. He is admitting what he did. I'm going to show you just a little clip, and then we'll talk about it. But it gets better. Why did I use the word military grade? Yeah. So this so far establishes that because intent's not relevant for me at this point, right? What I'm describing to you is what happened. Why right. were people scared? Okay. Yeah. You know, you could be well intentioned in doing this, but the road to hell is paved with good intentions. Yes. Right. My okay. point isn't about intentions uh, or conspiracy. This is just what happened, and people need to know that they were manipulated, whether for good or bad intention. That they were manipulated in a way that the people that did it are now expressing regret because they know that this is coming out. So they're trying to get ahead of the curve and admit that they did it. Now, yeah, that's a very good point. They're not sorry. They just don't want to be in trouble. They're, oh, we, we probably shouldn't have done that. We were just blah, blah, blah. We were following orders. Here's, here's another interesting one, right? So there's an MP in the, in the parliament, in the British parliament. His name's Tobias Elwood. He's a conservative MP. Now, on his uh, own Twitter page, he announces, I'll just read it for you. No point Googling this. I'll just read it for you on his own. He's got a Twitter page. He announces, delighted to be promoted to Lieutenant Colonel as a reservist in the 77 Brigade. An honor to continue serving Her Majesty's Armed Forces, the most professional in the world, right? What's the 77 Brigade? Well, you go to their website and they tell you what they are. <laughs> Groups within 77 Brigade. And I'll just read a bit here for you. This is on their own, on their own website, yeah? Digital Operations Group provide a specialist capability to deliver influence, activity, and products across a broad range of communications channels. Web Ops Team. The Web Ops Team collects information and understands audience sentiment in the virtual domain, right? With the extent OSINT, that's open source intelligence. Uh, policy framework, they may engage with audiences in order to influence perceptions to support operational outcomes. They're influencing us through social media. And, that, and we've known this for a while. I'm like, I think that person might be a troll on our channel who's trying to, to divert our attention to something else or, or badmouth what we're talking about. You know, there's, there's trolls over there. That's basically, that's what he's saying, that this, these people were. And uh, they, they are, it's a military operation, a psychological operation, and also to stoke fear. And that's why I talk about it all the time. We're not going to play any of that. That's why I know a lot of you are here because you're like, so many other channels are trying to freak us out. I'm not playing any of that. I'm not. We're always on that we're going to win. We're going to, we're going to fight. We're going to, um, you know, we're not going to worry and we're not going to fear. So check this out. Now, the question is here, you've got a British MP is involved in a military psyops unit called the 77th. Now I'm going to tell you something about Twitter because we mentioned Twitter. Yeah. This is an article in the Middle East. Eye. I'll read a direct quote for you. The date is, as it pulls up open here, 30th of September 2019, Middle East Eye, the article's uh, by Ian Cobain, and it's headlined, Twitter executive for Middle East is British Army PSYOPs soldier. Part-time officer has worked on behavioral change projects in the, reason, in the region. Gordon Macmillan, who joined Twitter, the social media company's UK office six years ago, has for several years also served with the 77th Brigade, a unit formed in 2015 to develop non-lethal ways of waging war. Now... I've just read for you, the 77th is engaged in information operations. Look at this. And a Twitter executive is a member of the 77th. A PSYOP soldier. And this is why I said to you, military-grade psychological operations. Not just any psychological operations. This is why people have become so scared. They are victims 
of soil. Right. And that's why we are looking at for information in alternative sources. And I'll to be honest, there might be some alternative sources that are the same thing. They're, they're a psychological operation too. And that's why I'm so glad that we're here together because I'm like, I'm just a grandma from Texas, right? Y'all know me. Y'all been, y'all been seeing that I've been teaching God's word in, in, uh, for all these years and I'm just a regular lady. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not in any 77th brigade. I'm in the Lord's army. Thank you very much. But they're trying to frighten everyone and they're trying to control what they, what they, uh, they're thinking if they start to wake up and they start to piece this together and they start to get information about this or that, this guy worked for Twitter That's it, it, simultaneously. Okay. He it wasn't that he would, did this one. He as a, that is his role. That's his job on the PSYOP for the 77th Brigade is to work for Twitter. That's where he went to work. Yeah. All right, I want you to see that here he posted this. Um, a shadowy army unit secretly spied on British citizens who criticized the government's COVID lockdown policies. The most secretive is the MOD 7, uh, 77th Brigade, which deploys non-lethal engagement. Non-lethal as in, as in social media. Okay, Not a gun. They're not coming at you with a gun. They're coming at you with a lie. Okay, and legitimate non-military levers as a means to adapt behaviors of adversaries. They're trying to adopt, adapt our behavior so that we will stand down, either from fear or from misinformation or whatever, that we'll just check out. How many times have you heard people say, I'm just not, I'm, I don't want to participate anymore? They fell victim to this PSYOP. That's exactly what they did. Mis military operatives in the UK's Information Warfare Brigade were part of a sinister operation that targeted pol politicians and high-level, high-profile journalists and citizens, citizens who raised doubts about the official pandemic response. They attacked us. We know that. That's what this whole, if you've been, I just posted just before I came on here, the Harrison, um, Harrison 68, is that what it is? That they were specifically trying to target us and silence us and censor us. Anyone who did not fall into the line with the narrative, right? And so this is this is this whole psychological operation. It's a military operation against us. A whistleblower from the 77th Brigade, which uses both regular and reserve troops, said, I developed the impression the government were more interested in protecting the success of their policies than uncovering any potential foreign interference. And I regret that I was part of it. Frankly, the work I was doing should never have happened. Well, you should have thought about that then. You should have said no then. And that's what we have done. We've said, I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to do that. What kind of weasel does it anyway? Whatever it is, you name it. Oh, well, it's my job. Well, that, how many people have lost their jobs because they said, I'm not going to give someone this jab? Not doing it, right? And so this really determines what you're made of and who you are and that you were willing to do such a thing. Here I go, getting really angry again. Okay, so here we go. I'm going to change the subject. But yeah, that's, yeah, these people, we will hold them to an account. We will hold them to an account for what they have done. I don't want to hear it. Oh, we, I shouldn't have done it. I'm sorry. Well, you're, you'll be sorry behind bars. You can just go be sorry and you can think about it for about 20 years. All right. So, um, you know, because some of these people maybe don't, uh, are not, uh, uh, have not committed the crime of worthy of execution, but others, you know, maybe they are just, uh, it's like a 20 years. <laughs> How about 20 years for you? We'll see. I don't know. I, I'll know. One thing I know is I trust President Trump, like that man from South Carolina. We believe in all this, we and we believe in you, President Trump. And and even Bannon came out yesterday saying the only the only way things going to fix this is Trump. <laughs> Bannon, as he's there's no stronger fighter on the earth than than Bannon, and he's like the only thing that's going to fix it is Trump. Oh, and y'all, I'm so, I'm, I don't, I better not even talk about this, but I'm so mad about this Ronald McDaniel thing. I don't know what we're going to do because I am sick up to here of her. Any nickels that we send, I want it to go directly, direct, directly to that candidate, to that MAGA candidate, because you know they supported the rhinos. And we're going to support MAGA candidates. We're going to make sure the money goes right to them. If we have to physically take it over and put it in their hands, we're not going to, to financially support these. The, I just can't support the RNC. I just can't do it because I know where the money goes. It's, first of all, waste. And second of all, to rhinos. And they're, and they're, and they're backstabbing MAGA. I, I, I heard a Harmeet this morning. She's talking about, oh, we, were, we, have to, you know, we have to work together because we, do, we can't be divided. I don't know. 
I don't know about that. I, I have a feeling we could tell them to goodbye and we'll have our own thing because we're, I'm sick of it. I'm sick of it. I can't, I can't what, just look what they just did. And then, and then they went, anyway, I'm not going to get off into that whole subject. But the point is, we got we to have some other better solution. This is not working. I want to see what, what Michael Lindell has to say. So stay tuned. All right, so this was Maria Bartiromo this morning talking about those boxes. What does it say? Uh, oh, there was 1,850 more boxes they found. Did y'all hear about this? It's crazy. I'm talking about that and the document scandal. Wait till you hear the breaking news we have this morning. We understand that there are 1,850 boxes, yes, you heard right, 1,850 boxes of documents that Joe Biden donated to the University of Delaware. So we've already seen the hand of China in the University of Pennsylvania. We want to know who funded the archival and the maintenance of these documents. Uh, we want to see if the uh, senators are going to get access to the classified documents that have been spewed around five different unsecured locations we'll talk with texas senator ted cruz and yeah. utah senator. so that basically they get access to the documents and then they give you money <laughs> they give the they give the biden's money 1850 boxes she said two tractor trailers full of boxes how about that that's the that was the net least thing and, and actually president trump oh i gotta tell you this so he came home no 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 see here is the stolen let me see if i can find the stolen here it is. The great, he's talking about the stolen. He's talking about how the 2020 presidential election was rigged and stolen. S-T-O-L-L-E-N. A must read. And so then he had posted again. This is from four days ago. You know, he was reposting, retruthing um, the rigged and stolen election. The man knows how to spell stolen. <laughs> I can for sure you. This was, you know, maybe you go the first time was just a mistake, but not the second time. Not the second time by any stretch. He's He meant that to be two L's and the L connects us on the board to D class. And I'm like, okay, he's like more to come more. We've already, I'm telling you, we're getting more D class, more exposure of these crimes and, and basically saying, get ready. Cause there's more coming. looks like 1850 boxes worth. I may, imagine more stuff. Who knows? Who knows? But they are not able to control what's coming out. And that's why they're flipping out. That's why they're flipping out. All right. So Cash Patel was connecting how these documents uh, are how they connect it to the cash. Between the Ukraine, CCP, the Taiwan situation, the Afghan situation, where the rise of terrorism is going to come to our shores again. Actually, it's already back at our shores. Thanks to Joe Biden's failure at the border. We have 24 known terrorists that have entered the United States in the last 18 months, and the United States government doesn't know where they are. If that's not a national security threat. you mentioned Chinese threat. fentanyl. I mean, and, how many right. Americans can die that, right? from fentanyl that comes from China? And, and the question when you're analyzing these things is always who benefits? And I'm thinking about Hunter Biden having shares of a lithium corporation that you know is able to get a lot of lithium out of Afghanistan. Uh, and of course, Hunter benefited a lot from, from China as well. Do you think that the biggest scandal for the Biden administration is related to Hunter? Yes, I think everything comes from the Hunter Biden laptop investigation. I think the Joe Biden classified document scandal criminal investigation came from the Hunter Biden laptop. And you're right. Hunter Biden and Joe Biden, when he was vice president, go to China when he's vice president and they leave with an eight figure contract for his son's advisory services. They pull a similar stunt in the Ukraine and get the Ukrainian prosecutor who's investigating Hunter Biden fired. And then they get a seven figure payday. So the pay for play has been established. But what's worse, if it could get worse, is that Joe Biden has had documents in the wild that are classified for the last 20 years. All of that, none of which he should have had in every single instance, which is unlawful. Now we have found out that Hunter Biden used that classified information from the laptop to secure, secure the deals we just talked about with the Ukrainian government. So he exploited the national security information that was classified that Joe Biden took illegally and stored next to his Corvette and cereal boxes, which is why I think the entire incident does not stem from the librarians at NARA. That's a joke. And uh, they suppressed it and they had an agreement with DOJ not to tell the world, but one or two good cops at the FBI did their job, and yep. I think we're going to find. So he see how he's connecting that is that all these documents. That's how they get the big payoff. Yeah, in Ukraine with China, and as well as his artwork, 
which is ridiculous. All right, so don't forget to support um, my, uh, Mike Lindell. He is fighting every which way he can, and he and he just all, the best. The only thing I know to do is just support him. Mypillow.com/slash/melly. He's always got just whatever you can uh, think of for giving gifts and whatever you need for your family. I just absolutely love the 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 my pillow topper. I just love it to pieces. I love their wonderful towels. They're just so so terrific. Um, keeping my little toesies warm during the winter with this uh, the the my slippers, the beautiful sheets, all of it. So mypillow.com/slash/melly. All right. So let's keep going. This is President Trump talking about these riots, and he brings out George Soros. If they wanted to kill people, they didn't quite have that opportunity, but they would have, and they wouldn't have lost any sleep over it. Unfortunately, nothing will happen to most of these rioters because of the Marxist prosecutors who have seized control of the justice system in Atlanta, just like they are in New York, just like they have in other places. As always, it's hardworking, law-abiding citizens of all backgrounds who pay the price for this radical left extremism sponsored by George Soros, it seems. The rioters who attack our wonderful police officers and destroy so many lives. He connected those dots. This is probably more of the D-class. He's like, I'm giving you D-class. This is George Soros who's behind all this, which we know, but I, who knows? That may be next. We've got to get rid of this guy. This guy has controlled the elections. He's controlled the DAs. That's why there's no justice in any of these places. The, the bad guys are getting away with it, and the and the victims are, the real victims are, are, are you know, just not getting justice. It's absolutely awful. Um, these, these uh, of course, Biden, his White House is controlled by the CCP and Soros. So many of the people who work in the White House are controlled by Soros. The 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 uh, these people, the main, the mainstream media people, are controlled by this. I mean, this this money they are owned. He has bought them. He bought them uh, with cash. And that they will say whatever he wants. And plus, they're already in that mindset. But they are just part of his little evil army. And that's how we are having such a hard time. Mike Lindell, like I was saying, is fighting so hard to stop the election fraud. And it's he's up against this army of uh, people who are in these positions. I mean, you and I are fighting. The difficulty is we're not in these positions to control the election clearly. We're not in these positions to to control the levers of power and, and the, the district attorneys and all that. This is where the wonderful truth of God's word is that the righteous will rule. We will rule and reign with Christ. So we're going to get righteousness on the earth, but we're not, <laughs> we're still not there. But anyway, he, yeah, I thought that was amazing that he, I don't think he usually brings out about George Soros. And this is what I wanted to show you earlier about that clip that Bongino brought out that they're in Albania, Soros and uh, the um, Sinaloa cartel in Albania. They're working together. Soros is working with the Sinaloa cartel. This is all this, you know, the, the, the mayhem at the border and the fentanyl, and it all goes back and tied to Soros. So thank you so much, Dan Bongino. And he's talking about it on Fox News. Also, I have a, a segment on George Soros uh, with Open Borders. I saw you guys on the wall, and I just want you to think about something before tonight's show. You know, that FBI agent was arrested for allegations of money, taking money for uh, political activities in Albania. Mm -hmm. Well, Soros was in Albania, too. And you know who else was in Albania? The Sinaloa drug cartel was in Albania. And the Biden administration suspiciously did absolutely nothing about it. And mainstream media people were asking a whole lot of questions about why Biden was doing nothing about narco trafficking in Albania, which, by the way, the Sinaloa cartel profits off open borders, which is a key function of yep. a lot of these Soros-funded groups. Mm -hmm. I'll put it together for you tonight with, the, uh, with Matt Palumbo. It's, uh yeah, so that, and it connects all those dots back with Soros and Biden. They're just, Biden just does whatever. Basically, he's a puppet for Soros and for the CCP. So um, I really appreciate him connecting that. I didn't even know about that. So you might want to check out um, the Dan Bongino Unfiltered show where he gives all the, all the skinny on that. I just saw that yesterday. So Trump is talking about Soros, finally, and, and so is Bongino. I'd really love it for that to be one of the next D-class. All right, so this one was, okay, that one, yeah, I've shown you that. Okay, this is real quick, the whole thing about this Pelosi, this guy brings out a very important point. Who opened the door? Check this out. All right, so we're watching this video about the attack on 
Uh, we just have, it's going to be 5.09 in the morning. And he talks about the timestamp too. Like 5.09 in the morning. I know it's hard to 509 see. 5.09 a.m. A.m. Always putting gloves on, ready to start doing his burglary thing. He's got a hammer. We all know he's got a hammer. So I'm going to go ahead, I'm going to slow this down, and we're going to go to when the door is opened. And my question is, who opened the door? Mm-hmm. <laughs> He's going to show you. Look at the hands. So here we have homie with the hammer. And we're going to have Paul Pelosi here in the doorway. So he's not right. opening the door. Paul grabbing the hammer. We know he has one hand on the hammer. And from we know the video, he has his arm behind his back going to grab the wrist of Paul. So hand, hand. His arm's back here. He didn't have any motion of returning his hand behind him from opening the door. So, part- so who opened the door? The whole thing seems staged. And le- at the end, he talks about that it was at, at, uh, at later, say, like a timestamp of 930, that he's like, okay, well, why, why is this a 930 and it's dark? Right there, it's 930. Uh-oh. I mentioned it's 5.09 in the morning when he's doing all this and then when we go to the clip it's 9.31 in the morning and look how dark it is for 9.30 in the morning so either you're telling me that's 9.30 at night which would indicate that probably should be 21.31 yes it, they really um Either they shouldn't have put out that clip because it, it raises more questions that just doesn't, they don't add up. Who opened the door? What's the deal with the timestamps? And, um, and you can't see what really happened. And of course, oh, did you hear the video? I just posted this also with the guy, the, the pap who's supposedly in prison or in jail. He said like, oh, I've got truth to tell to the American people. And the, I was trying to get rid of these people because they're bad and, and then, uh, and then Nancy Pelosi saying, "Oh well, I don't want to watch anything where my husband's being harmed." And I'm like, they're trying to make him out to be the victim. They're trying to make him out to be uh, instead of something fishy going on, which he's already, the man was already in that uh, uh, where he was uh, drunk driving, right? And that went away. And now this whole thing happening, and they're trying to make it out like uh, the Pelosi's are victims, and and you can't say anything mean about them, and you certainly can't investigate them because they're old and they're pitiful and they're a victim, right? So I don't, I don't know. Just stay tuned. It's not my number one priority to figure that out, but it's a crazy deal. Yeah, <laughs> President Trump said, "Wow, that's weird and nasty, not good." <laughs> What does he mean by that, you guys? He's talking about this weird and nasty. Yeah, he was like, I don't even know what he means by nasty. Some people might think, oh, well, he means because how he was attacked. That was nasty. No, nasty is a word you use when something really disgusting is going on. All right, so I want you to hear this beautiful passage here from Psalm 46. God is our refuge and strength. Don't forget, no matter what happens, you guys, God is our refuge and our strength. But I wanted you to see this one portion here. Um, I just posted this on social media yesterday so you can hear the whole thing. And on um, BibleGateway.com as well as on um, uh, Uversion Bible app, you can hear these actually i don't see it on here but on on the Uversion bible app on your phone you can hear the the uh hear them reading this and he's got a really great voice i like the nlt version because it's so easy to follow easy to understand it doesn't have a lot of flowery language that gets confusing you can really understand what it says um I, but I always compare lots of different versions. A river brings joy to the city of our God, the sacred home of the Most High. God dwells in that city. It cannot be destroyed. That's where we live. We are in this city of God, and he's protecting us. He keeps us safe. It's not about a... It's not about dirt. It's about the city of God is God's people wherever you live. It cannot... God's people cannot be destroyed. From the very break of day, God will protect it. That reminds me of that song, Vincero, right, that President Trump plays all the time and they're waiting for the stars to to set and the day to break when they'll have this victory you know that's he plays that all the time this break of day god will protect it the nations are in chaos their kingdoms crumble 
this is a, this is about what's happening right now, you guys. This is about the uh, apocalypse. This is about the the beginning of the new uh, the kingdom come. His will being done. God's voice thunders and the earth melts. Lord, the Lord of heaven's armies is here among us. The God of Israel is our fortress, our protector. Come see the glorious works of the Lord. See how he brings destruction upon the earth. He causes wars to cease to the end. I'm sorry. The, he causes wars to end throughout the earth. He causes wars to end throughout the earth. He breaks the bow and snaps the spear. Snap. You're not going to need that anymore. We don't need a bow and an arrow anymore. He snaps them in two. He snaps the spear in two. He burns the shields with fire. Whatever it is, we're not going to need that anymore. And it reminds me of what President Trump said. This could be solved in 24 hours. Now, he says peace through strength because we're not quite there yet. But eventually, we're going to get to the day when we don't need any of these things. All right. So, be still and know I'm God. I'll be honored by every nation. I'll be honored throughout the world. Can you wait, guys? Can you just imagine it? The Lord of Heaven's armies is here among us. The God of Israel is our fortress. I love that. Read that over and over. The Lord is here among us. Isn't that beautiful? I love that. All right, so um, I was going to read to you one more thing. My time, and no, it's running out. No telling how long this video is. Okay, so I need a little timer. Um, these are the books that I have written. And so one is End Times and a Thousand Years of Peace. The other is End Times Major Clues. I want you to see what you can do. And if you want to send it to someone, when they click on that picture, then they will be able to see the table of contents. They will be able to see uh, like four chapters that they can, they can read. So they can start getting an idea that of what it means. What do I mean by that? This has, uh, that they have lied to us and they've tried to, it's been a psychological operation. Literally the teaching on end times has been one of the psychological operations to get us to, to get out of the fight because they're like, you will be escaped and we won't know who the beast is. Don't even look who to find out who the beast is. This has been a whole psychological operation. So there's that one. You can read, like I said, four chapters in that. All these that are highlighted in red, uh, blue, you can read on Amazon. And also um, major clues from Minor Prophets. The Minor Prophets told us exactly what was going to happen. They told us about this day. They told us about the Great Awakening. They told us uh, how everyone was going to wake up and we had this great revelation. These people are criminals. They would rise up against them. All of that, and uh, that we're gonna we're fighting them in this great battle of Armageddon, and that we'll have a thousand years of peace on earth. Okay, so this is where I go into each of the Old Testament prophets and how they were giving us clues of what was going to happen and the promises of God. And they we never you go to any church, they never read from any of these books. They're never discussed. They're like, oh, that's just ancient history. Don't worry about any of that. But it, this, it, they're they're full. They're chock full of this wonderful truth. And you can get the book on Amazon. You can get the audio book on Kindle, or you can get it uh, uh, cheaper on freedomforce.live. Anyway, so, you know, Hosea, Malachi, Zephaniah, Nahum, Joel, Habakkuk, Micah, Zechariah, Amos, and Isaiah. You really have a hard time finding anyone who teaches anything from any of those, uh, those books. But you can read four chapters in there on uh, major clues from minor prophets on Amazon. This is the new one. This is the new one. We're almost there. <laughs> this one is taking you through, uh, from starting with the Noah's flood all the way through Esther, through the old Testament, how each of these Bible stories is being fulfilled in our day. It's so it's, I've been wanting to write this book for four years and finally it's here. And it's the kind of thing where I really don't even have time to do this. Really? Y'all know how busy I am. Y'all know my stream of consciousness on the so, uh, social media and the research I do, but uh, I've been up many times till two thirty in the morning or whatever to write this because it was just so much on my heart. And that's what happens. That's every time I've ever written. It was not, it was just because it was, I was compelled. I was under compulsion to write this. So I'm so excited. It's, it's really close. We're going to be uh, getting it ready to, for, uh, to pop into Kindle so that we can have it um, uh, ready for print. So thank you for praying for me. Um, yeah, we are, we are like Noah. We're going to see them washed all away. We're, to, we're like um, Moses, like I was saying, that we're going to cross over and they're going to be uh, the, the Red Sea and they're going to be covered over by this red wave. We're like um, Samson pulling down these these columns and, and uh, this whole disease, corrupt 
bleep in, in a temple is going to be brought down on their heads. We're seeing, you know, on all these stories that you've heard all your lives, like this is actually happening. So I want you to see that. I want you to um, be, um, you know, just know I'm not talking. I'm not just talking. This is actually, <laughs> this is actually the table of contents. All right. I think that's everything. So here are the other ones that I have that, are, that have been on there as well as, you know, I'm going to listen. I'm going to be doing the audiobook. Who knows when that's going to get done? But I uh, have audiobooks on these two right now The End Times and A Thousand Years of Peace and The End Times, Major Clues for Minor Prophets. Ah, that's everything I wanted to tell you today, but let's pray before we go. Thank you again, Lord. We praise you. We praise you and thank you that this is this is your word. You have promised that this day would come. You have promised that that uh, they would be that there would be this great revelation, and that you've tapped each one of us on the shoulder and you've helped us to understand what was going on. Thank you for speaking so clearly to our hearts that we know the truth now, and uh, we just feel bad for people who don't know what's going on. But we're thankful that you have awakened us for such a time as this, like Esther, so that we can be part of helping to save the world. And uh, Lord, I know that's all part of your plan because you didn't, you know, if everybody was awake, then it would be even more dangerous. So Lord, use us, use us each day, use our resources, use our time, use our strength, use our experience and our understanding to help get the truth out every which way. And that we just know that this is your plan and nothing can stop what is coming because this is your kingdom will come and your will will be done on earth. Thank you that we get to be the generation that gets to see this. What an amazing day. We praise you and we thank you. And I pray for everyone on the Freedom Force Battalion. I pray for that you will provide for them every need that they have. I pray you bring peace to their homes. I pray you would give them courage and strength and joy in, in, uh, whatever you call them to do, uh, no matter, even if it's daunting or scary, that they are just going to be at perfect peace knowing that you have led them. And I, I pray for their children. I pray for their, uh, their, their everything about them, that you will bless it and encourage them and, and, uh, and bring healing and peace and joy in every facet of their lives. I pray this all in your great name, King Jesus. Amen. I love you guys so much. And I will talk to you later.